and welcome to another episode of I've Never Seen the OC. This is season one, episode 26, the penultimate episode of the series, and it's called The Strip. You enjoy my, my shoulder shimmying there? You're not even looking, sure. I'm doing the sexy dance for you and you don't even care. Uh, I could see that actually out the corner of my eye <laughs> and I tried really hard to ignore it, so... <laughs> Thanks, babe. Thanks. You're welcome. Oh, well, here we are. The second last episode. Second last episode. You excited? Um... When I saw the name of the episode, I was a bit like, I feel like I'm not going to like this. Yeah. But actually, I did quite like it. Yeah. It's a good episode. I really love this week's episode. Same. Um, do you have any housekeeping? Uh, do I have any housekeeping? Sorry, I have, that's going to really annoy you. I've changed the level a little bit just now because for some reason my voice is louder today. Do you know what I think it might be? Mm-hmm. Actually, this is really interesting. Not for anyone else apart from me. But, so, guys, just to make you aware, I've had to turn down the record level on my mic because, because I was too loud. Nothing new there. Just for the record, nothing new there. But it's set to, like, the the same level it was the last couple of times. However, the last couple of times we've recorded, I have been in my house all day or I have just woken up and then we've recorded (laughs) today. I have spoken to other actual human beings. Oh. And my voice is obviously like... You're warmed up. Mm. You're ready to go. I love the idea of you sitting going, la, 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 <laughs> before our uh, I'm sure my neighbour does not. <laughs> <laughs> um, housekeeping, I do have some housekeeping. Mm-hmm. As promised, because if I am nothing, I am a woman of my word. Um, I'm not sure that is well expressed, but you know what I mean. Um, I did change my Instagram profile to... Extraordinary blessed with them. <laughs> you did. I put it on our I put it on the internet. I took a screen grab and confirmed to the world that you're good for your word. Yes. Indeed. Good job. You are full of them. Cool. I've got another housekeeping that's nothing to do with OC, but just any crossover fans of uh, Drag Race and at Never Seen the OC. Um I'm very much Team Crystal Method. I know that you won't know what that means. Nope. But anyone who is a crossover fan will know what that means. I also did just watch um all four series of The Good Place and now I'm filled with existential dread Um, so great, on to this week's episode (laughs) last time on the OC we are hurtling towards the finale obviously the Julie Caleb Gruesome Twosome wedding is what Mm. we're heading straight for babe, I was thinking about Julie's dress the other day and what I think it's going to be like I'll I'll draw a picture (laughs) and I'll send it to you okay (laughs) <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I'd honestly was like brushing my teeth the other day and was like, mm, I wonder what it looks like. So. Maybe we should do that. I just got an Apple pencil so I could draw one and uh, just send it on over. Oh, yeah. My artistic skills are not strong. It was mm. just going to be a stick person if I'm being completely honest. Anyway, Trace is back because Eddie's been beating her up. Um, she's staying with the Coens, obviously. 
Ryan and Marissa are fine. They're fine. That was the end of the episode, wasn't it? We're mm-hmm. going to be fine. Fine is such a nothing word, isn't no, remember it? Remember it was, we're going to be fine, and then they sat really awkwardly on that <laughs> sun lounger. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do remember that. Um, Seth and Summer have had a bit of a bumpy spot because her dad doesn't like him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy and Sandy are set to get all the dollar dollar bills from dollar, Caleb, dollar bills, which yeah, is great. Um, Caleb's blackmailing Marissa, obviously, to move back in with Julie. She's not told her dad yet that she's going to be moving back in with Julie. Um, and then Jimmy and Haley are public. They are Facebook official that they're doing the dirty. Indeed. And that's kind of us. That's that's what's that's what's happening. And so, as a result of all of those things, but predominantly as a result of Teresa coming to stay in the pool house, which I won't go into my rant again about how many bedrooms <laughs> that mansion has. It was noted by Cheryl, thank you. Seth and Ryan are bunking together and that's where we join them at the start of the preamble. Yeah. Um, a dark screen and Seth basically just whispering Ryan's name. Um, yeah. Weirdly, I feel like I was both of these people in the exact same moment because I was both Ryan who wanted to continue sleeping, which is what I always want to do and then I was also Seth who's like I'm bored and I'm awake so someone talk to me please mm-hmm. I'm definitely more of a Ryan in that situation than I am a Seth but Seth manages to get him up that, that yeah. sounded yeah um, <laughs> not in a sexy way just in a compass mentis kind of way just in a, a sort of friends way yeah I loved I, I do really enjoy it when someone's like hey are you asleep? And it's like, well, of course I'm not. I'm not anymore because you've just woken me up. Like, mm. such a stupid question. Anyway, Seth wants to know when Teresa is out of there. He wants to know what's going on, mm-hmm. how long she's going to be there. And I find, again, this is another time human construct issue. We're given no gauge as to how long it's been oh. since Teresa <coughs> coming on. Oh. Uh, so... I just tried to turn the volume up on my... <laughs> I just tried to turn the volume up on my headphones and accidentally hung up on Heather. Let's see what she's got to say about that. <laughs> Did you just hang up on I've just told everyone on my part of the recording, yeah, it was an accident. I'm so sorry. I was trying to actually turn you up on my headphones, but I just turned you off instead. Okay, sorry. sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Continue. Sure. She liked to rage. <sighs> anyway, uh, it's another real glaring issue of time being a human construct and that there's no gauge as to when Teresa moved in in relation to them now talking about when's mm, Teresa yeah. moving out. Has it been a week? Has it been a couple of months? Did it happen today? Is it the same day? Like, there's no gauge on how long it's been. Um, so, but yeah, Seth wants to know when she is out of here. I think he also makes the point about, um, well, how would you feel if it was Oliver that was sleeping on the couch? Yeah, right. So you've brought this up before, like the audacity of these bloody writers to make out that Marissa and Teresa are now like rivals mm. is insane. Like, get your story straight, guys. Like, they're multifaceted people characters but to be fair though I feel like they are pretty pally wally it's just Seth that's kind of bringing that up 
a little bit. But it also, it was a kind of fair point a little bit. Like, I feel like Seth kind of had Marissa's back a bit here, maybe, possibly. Mm. Anyway, they decide they're going to go over and talk to Teresa at whatever time of night it is. Um, And Seth knocks on the door and says... Housekeeping. Housekeeping. The way that I always want to say housekeeping, but then think that I probably shouldn't say it that way. I honestly was like, is this where she's got it from? Is this where she always says housekeeping? Housekeeping. Anyway. But it's not actually got that from Bianca Del Rio, famous uh, drag queen and 100% biological woman. Yeah, why are they waking her up in the middle of the night to talk to her? It's, and also, why is she fully right dressed and like ready to go? To, like She's wearing like our work clothes. Right? Like, it, do you remember? God, it was so long ago. It was That's what it was. Maybe it was episode one when Marissa's heading out to Summer's party and the entire Cohen family are in their jammies, jammies getting ready yeah. for bed. It's ex- exactly the same vibe. It is the exact same vibe. You're right. You're right. They ask her what her plans are, basically. And she yeah. says, quite rightly, that she cannot impose on the Coens forever. And she's kind of right, like she can't, like that's not a plan. You can't just like live no. in some random's house. Also, why does she have a random bag of groceries? That's not really explained other than no. for her to later pull out what she pulls out from the yeah. bag of groceries. Yeah, no, I totally agree. It's like, why wouldn't she, especially like see if you're buying something deemed as embarrassing, you know, like typically tampons or condoms or mm. thrush cream. You put it in your handbag. You don't just put it in with the other groceries. With the other shopping, you put yeah. it in your handbag. Why didn't they just put it in her handbag? <laughs> like she did not need that bag of groceries. Mm. It was very. Uh, weird. But yeah, anyway, she does say she's not going to be there for much longer, and the boys seem satisfied with that answer, and leave to go back to bed. Mm-hmm. At which point, she reaches her hand into the bag of groceries and pulls out. Dun, dun, dun. A Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> Joking, but that would have been awesome. She pulls out her pregnancy test. OMG, Teresa might be Teenage pregnant. Pregnancy. Oh. Um, so this is a real spanner in the works that I really feel shouldn't be being thrown in one episode before the finale, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so there's not going to be a satisfactory ending hmm. from this, I feel. <laughs> exactly. Um, I mean, the only possibility, I'm sure you've thought of this, but and I can't remember what happens, but I'm pretty sure this might be what happens. The only possibility is that it will end her and Ryan forever because it will not be his baby and she will have had another man's baby and therefore that makes her, by the show standards, not a suitable candidate for Ryan's affections. Yeah, Ugh, I just don't... <laughs> I feel, and this is probably, again, you know, a comment from a 30-year-old woman rather than a 16-year-old um, watching this TV show. A lot of my friends are having kids. Like, that's that's their vibe now. They want to reproduce. And a lot of them are having real struggles. And the implication that potentially Ryan is the father from that one time they hooked up in The Mermaid Inn, I'm just like... Man, it's not. Yeah, that's definitely. Nah, that's definitely a thirty-year-old comment because it only (laughs) takes once. Yeah, like they're that age. Are they're the age where they're all virile and fertile and not like us old hags? Yeah, exactly. They don't have barren (laughs) wombs (laughs) that are being ravaged Um. by years of chemical enforced change from 
contraceptive drugs and devices? Uh, so yeah, Theresa might be up the duff. And that is, that's how we're heading into this episode, lads. It is indeed. So we go to the opening of the episode proper and we are not, are we in the kitchen? Yes, we are in the, kitchen. in the kitchen. I can't believe we even have to ask. Of course we're in the kitchen. <laughs> I don't understand why this conversation is happening in the Cohen's I said that as well. Kitchen. Yeah, I agree. Sandy and Kirsten always talk about how they don't like Caleb and Julie, and yet they're round for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just weird. And there, there is like a throwaway line from Kirsten of like, oh, that's why we were having this breakfast, so we could talk about da-da-da. And it was like, oh, look, see if you're going to just be this obvious about it, don't even make a fake, horrible excuse for like why you've had to in the writer's <laughs> room put them all in the same place. Um, yeah. So they don't have a venue for their wedding. Jimmy and Ke- Jimmy and Caleb, that's not who's getting married. <laughs> that would be an awesome that would be an awesome storyline julie and caleb are getting married in two weeks they do not have a venue i don't even want to talk about how unrealistic that is (laughs) i know it makes me feel quite stressed just thinking about it i know and at this point i was like oh my god are they going to choose the lighthouse i don't know why i have in my head that they get married at the lighthouse right i mean beb you're the one that's seen it i know but i was so long i can't help you actually (laughs) earlier on i did like a wee um like a wee instagram story thing and had oh, to I choose saw that where you answer the questions yeah i had to choose it was good wasn't it it was like <laughs> six questions about the oc and it was like yeah. what's your favorite series who's your favorite character all that jazz well i had to choose season one because i can't bloody remember what happens in any of the rest of the seasons i can remember there's one character sure. who we've not met yet who i really liked at the time and who looks like my friend ailey listener of the show ailey but apart from her i can't really remember anything Oh, and, oh, anyway, never mind. Um, Well, that's a really fun game for me because I've not seen it. So moving swiftly on, Um, it turns out that Caleb is going to Viva Las Vegas uh, for business. Okay. But everyone's like, oh, you're clearly going in your stag do. And it's all strippers and gambling and drinking and lads, lads, lads. And then all of a sudden, Sandy's going, Ryan and Seth are going, everyone's going to bloody Las Vegas. Right, so... I've got two bad things and one amazing thing about this scene. Uh-huh. Number one, why does Julie go mad as if he's not allowed to have a bachelor party? Like, that is absolutely a thing. And given how much she wants to have a stripper later on, I think she needs to wind her neck in. Number two, why are they all calling it The Vegas? That really annoyed me. And then it extra annoyed me that then they didn't call the episode The Vegas if they were going to do this whole oh, The yeah. Vegas thing. Um, but the good thing was when San- <laughs> when Santi called Caleb KK. <laughs> <laughs> I do I love that. that I love that. Um, yeah, I, I think the Julie reaction to Caleb going out with the boys is a it's just this weird thing that's in a lot of you know expectations of society of the nagging wife not letting the boys go and have Mm. fun and it's like oh i don't like that and i also think like as a character julie wouldn't be like that she'd be like here's some shots knock yourself out babe like i just don't believe she would be the type of woman character to do that anyway i completely agree it's not her vibe no um I also cannot believe that Kirsten would be okay with her 17-year-old son and adoptive son going yeah. to Las Vegas on a stag do. 
But they don't say anything about it. Like, the Shehab has nothing to say about it. It's so strange. Weird. Anyway, um, I actually wrote down here, is Caleb getting cold feet? Is that why he's going to Vegas? Because that's actually where, um, what was that? That beautiful woman with the good kiss with Ryan. Gabby. I was like, is he going to go and hook up with Gabby? Is that what's happening? And that's why he's annoyed why they're all coming. Um, He's definitely up to something, though. You get that vibe for sure. Yeah. Anyway, Jimmy is buying a new house. Mm-hmm. He's used the money from the sale of the restaurant to put a down payment on a house on the beach. Sandy loves it. Of course, the natural conclusion to that conversation is, yeah, Jimmy, come to the bachelor party with us. Yeah, of course. Um, but I did really love the sassy estate agent lady. She oh, yeah, was she was good, right? She was She was good. really good. Um, but she lets it slip, doesn't she, that Caleb's going to be making even more money from the restaurant because mm-hmm. he's going to sell it to this other guy who's like a big property guy a bigger to make an outdoor guy. mall yeah um, um and i kind of thought at this point i was like oh not another newport group storyline like go away this is like swamp roses <laughs> i was kind of into this one you know like as a, a storyline school mm. then we cut to marissa telling ryan in the school corridor that she's going to kill Caleb? Does she say I'm going to kill him? I want to kill him. Yeah, I hate, I hate him. him. Blah, 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 um, blah, blah. However, there was some point where she's like, maybe I should just tell so-and-so that he's blackmailing me. And I was like, Abs- 100% that's what you should do. Like, if someone is blackmailing you, please yeah. tell someone. Especially just now. If you're in lockdown at the moment and you're currently being blackmailed by someone, please tell somebody. <laughs> tell me if you have to. I'll help you. Like, if you're ever being blackmailed, <laughs> oh Denny, don't keep it to yourself. That is... Horrendous. Yeah. Um, can't wait for those DMs to come through. <laughs> That's going to be great. <laughs> Kenny, you need to get Instagram back and fix this. <laughs> I've got Instagram back. I've been replying to some people. I replied to someone today. Oh, did you? I didn't see that. Yeah, because I read it and then I thought I left it and then a couple hours later I was like, mm, Heather's not replied to that. I bet it's because she's not got the dot because I've looked at it. Oh, well, I better reply to it. I like that. You so hold on to that little guilt nugget. You you work with that. <laughs> um, yeah, I had, I, you know, I know we talk about it every week, but I'm just so over Ryan and Marissa. Like, I just don't I care. I just don't care. Um, especially when she's talking about Teresa and she's like, um, I'm your girlfriend and any friend of yours is a friend of mine. You literally turned up to her house uninvited. Like, I... Oh, I just can't stand it. I cannot stand it. I know. I know. Although she did kind of have a point. Remember when Ryan was like, I can't go to I can't go to Vegas and leave Teresa. And she was like, eh, Teresa, what about me? <laughs> yes. And I was kinda like fair. Valid point. But yeah, she's annoying. Stop moaning. Also, their boyfriend and girlfriend again. Yeah. Like when did that happen? I was very When they had the kiss with the Balboa bars, that's clearly when that happened, mm. Kerry. Keep it up. Anyway, Julie wants strippers. Julie wants a stripper and a frozen margarita. This girl knows how to have a good time. She is a gal. Um, And then she makes the point of like, oh, the boys are going to get strippers. And I was like, yeah, the boys are going to get strippers. Why shouldn't you have a stripper? But Kirsten's so uptight. She's got a pole up her her bum. And she's like... (laughs) A pole up her what, Kerry? Why don't we have a classy cocktail party at my big house like we do every weekend? And Julie's like, no, that sounds crap. Get me a stripper. Like, (laughs) just get her a stripper. 
And then she's I love like, the idea of petting zoo as well. That we I know, that's what I was going to say. She mentions two places. She mentions two places. One of them is called the Stud Farm, which is hilarious. And then the other is called the Petting Zoo. And it's not totally legal, is what she says. It's not entirely legal. I just can't imagine anything weirder. Like, I know. I, it would be totally one of those things that someone would bring up. And I'd be like, oh, God, that sounds so weird. So when are we going? Because like I need to know what that looks like. <laughs> right, you're allowed to touch a stripper on like they're not sexy bits. Sexy bits, not on their swimsuit area. Is the petting zoo? You are allowed to touch them on their their junky bits. Especially like with male strippers, it really reduces you. Like there's not many places in their swimsuit area. Why would you want to just touch some stripper's dong? Nope, not for me. Um, not not for this gal. She does leave it being like, just one little stripper, just one, trying to make their way in the world. And then she's but, also like, but not little. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good scene. I liked this scene. I, that yeah. scene was good. And you could actually, what I quite liked was you could see uh, Kelly Rowan, like, really trying hard not to laugh. And yeah. I quite liked that. Like, I, I, I thought that was sweet. Um, Julie Cooper is just, I love her. I think she's great. I told you you would come round to Julie Cooper. I, I told you. I love you. her. Do you know it's funny? A uh, Instagram influencery person that I follow has um has this amazing banana leaf plant that's huge. It's like floor to ceiling, and I've seen it loads in her pictures. And I'm like, that plant is fucking amazing. And um, she the other day dropped the bomb that it's called Julie Cooper. Oh my god! It's <laughs> so amazing. <good. laughs> Maybe I'll name all my house plants after. Oh, see people. Yeah, I had to bring lots home from work because oh, did they you? would obviously all die, yeah. But I've not given them any names. Maybe I should name them. Okay, I'm not here for the Seth summer drama. Like, this has been played out too long. Just talk about things, guys. But they can't. That's the thing. They can't. Like, she doesn't know how to talk to him because she's used to being the dominant one in their relationship and now he's not happy. She can't seem to express why. He's furious about it. They have this little sort of tiff um, and he storms off. I wouldn't be down for this. Like, if you're going to break up with someone, you need to just say the words. Like, just say, this is over. I don't want to be with you. It's not going to work. It's when it's this, like... Like, they've not actually said if they've broken up or not and they just walk away. What's that about? I know, I can't deal with it. Like, yeah, no. The uncertainty is not fun. Mm. Uh, Teresa's going to Atlanta. To stay with her cousin Kim, little Kim. She needs cash. She reckons about $2,000. She doesn't want to off Ryan. Ryan says he'll ask the Coens. She's not happy about that. Do you know what I don't understand? Right, so Mm -hmm. she's working at this bakery, right? Mm Mm-hmm. She's getting paid by the bakery. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. She's presumably not paying rent at the Coens. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, it'd probably take a while to get to that two grand, but that's also not that much money if she's, especially if she's pulling all these extra shifts that she's saying she's pulling. Like, that's an achievable, okay, Mr. and Mrs. Cohen, I want to get £2,000. I reckon that's going to take me three months to get. Is it okay if I stay here for three months and get that money? Like, Mm. I I don't understand where she thinks that money's just going to appear from. Yeah. I don't know. Um, But then we move on to a weird flex for Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, which is just like, (laughs) just a weird shot of the actual video game. 
and then Seth turns it off and the kids come up with a plan. An absolutely monumentally terrible plan. They are going to yep. go to Vegas, the Vegas, as they call it, very annoyingly, <laughs> and they are going to use essentially their life savings. So Seth's 1,000 uh, bar mitzvah bonds to gamble to turn that 1,000 into 2,000 so that they can give Teresa the money. Right. Or presumably turn that 1,000 into 3,000 so that he can get his money back and then Teresa can go to Atlanta. What could possibly go wrong? Right. I love my friends. I do. I love them dearly. There's not a chance in hell I'm giving over my bloody savings. That doesn't even make sense. Like, see if it was like, oh, Marissa's in trouble or Seth's in trouble. I'm like, yeah, sure, you probably would give over a thousand pounds if it's your best pal. But to some girl you barely even know, you're not just going to give someone you don't Mm. know that well two grand. Like, that's insane. Mm. Anyway, the scene concludes with the infamous line, what do you have to lose? Well, a thousand pounds for starters. Well, exactly. Exactly, exactly. It is so stupid. Um, Right, so then we're in Vegas and the boys get out of a, we have like a kind of montage of like, famous Vegas exteriors to tell us that we're there. Then we go to a limo type. It's like a Hummer limo, isn't it? It is humming. And they get out the gang. So we've got Ryan, we've got Seth, we've got Jimmy, we've got Sandy, we've got Caleb. And at this point, I've written down, where the hell is everybody else? He was going for a bachelor party. Where are are all the other people? And why is no one asking him where all the other people are? Where are your other pals? He was like, oh, me and a couple of associates. Like, where are these associates? Agreed. Hmm. Um, have you ever hmm. been to Vegas before? I have not been to Vegas. Hmm. It's very stressful. I don't like it. I will not say that it's not my type of place because the drag in Vegas is meant to be unbelievable. It is unbelievable. But I'm not a gambler. But I am quite impulsive, so I could. I feel like I could get into some serious trouble in Vegas, yeah. possibly. Um, the joys of having a vagina in Vegas is all of your drinks are free. It's delightful. Like you get into really? all the clubs for free. You like everything. All your drinks are free. It's really good. Why? Because sexism is alive and well in Nevada. Vegas is a sausage fest, though. Eh? Like it's that is what Vegas total is. Sausage fest. Unless and and the only girls that are there are like girls that you've got to pay. To look at. Yeah. There was a lot of really beautiful, beautiful people there. I bet Um, there was. But we did, we went to see Cirque du Soleil, which was amazing. Um, We went to Hooters because it'd be rude not to. Hard Rock Cafe. We went to the Wax Place. What's that called? Madame Tussauds. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it was fun. It was good. Well, speaking of the Hard Rock Cafe, they stay at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, booked by mm. Seth Cohen. Caleb's not happy. He wanted to go to Caesar's Palace. Whatever. Celine was at Caesar's. Why would you not go to Caesar's? Celine they Dion. have been a long Whoa. conversation about Celine Dion, actually. It's quite funny. <laughs> I think that would be the dream, like, if you're in Vegas to go and see, like, Britney Spears or someone. Like, not you'd have to. Like... Oh, it'd be so good. Not Britney, though. Like, who even is in residency? Well, no one is in residency in Vegas right <laughs> well, I now, I think Britney was, wasn't she? Not Celine. Not, and not, well, maybe Celine, not Britney. Maybe someone like 
Barbara Streisand. That would be class. I think that's the thing. Like, I don't even think it matters who it is. It's just the performance. It's just the show that they put on. It's, like, unbelievable. Like, I'm not the biggest Britney's fan, but, like, to be able to be like, oh, yeah, I saw Britney's stage show in Vegas. Uh, Anyway, um, I hate Temp and Bolin. I'm just going to put it out there. Like, I actually hate it. Yeah. I hate it until I'm winning and then I love it. I hate it. And also, see having a temp in bowling alley in your bedroom. Imagine you're trying to sleep. Imagine we go on holiday together to the penthouse of the Hard Rock Hotel and I'm having a sleep Mm -hmm. and you're deciding to have a game of temp in bowling. That's going to end in a fight. There is absolutely (laughs) no doubt that we're going to be fighting about that because temp in bowling's noisy. Agreed. I can think of much more enjoyable things to have in a penthouse than a bowling alley, but sure, whatever. Same. Um, so the kids get ID'd they're like oh yeah take us down to the casino floor and she's like sure I just need to see some ID and they're like hmm well we've got fake IDs but that's not going to work now I get what they're saying like I get what Ryan's saying all you have to do is ask and you will find but they've got fake IDs they don't want to get kicked out of their hotel I am willing to bet if I go on Google Maps right now the building next door to the Hard Rock Hotel will be a casino yep why don't they just go next door? Yeah, I don't know. Like, that's the whole thing with Vegas is everywhere's casinos. It's mental. It seems mental. And then we see Caleb on the phone to we don't know who, and he's like, oh, when are we going to do this? Like, do, 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 do. I was like, hmm, what's he up to? Yep. And then before I could fully form the thought of, hmm, what's he up to, it cut to <laughs> Summer, fine. Marissa, fine. Oh, God. And Haley. Why the hell? Was Haley there? It's because they're all women and obviously all women hang out together. Kerry, think about it. I f- did you please tell me you thought that was ridiculous that she was there hanging out with them? Yeah, like why were they hanging out? And then see when she starts talking about sex, Jimmy. With yeah, oh, Jimmy. I was just like, I get that this character is meant to be a bit of a low life, but like, if you, ugh, you would never do that. Like never. It's just so weird. It's such a weird setup. I know. And like Summer's there crying about Seth and like that's his auntie that's sitting like, well, no, it was it was yeah. so I hated it. But why is she even at Jimmy's house? Like, does that is that where she lives? Do they live together? How long has happened? like like you say, how long has passed in time since the last time that we saw them go official? Yeah. Does she live there? Is that why she was there? I couldn't tell you, babe. I couldn't tell you. <sighs> anyway, Kirsten mm-hmm. comes. Looking for Haley because obviously, if you've been a stripper, you will know loads of male strippers. Lame. I was honestly like, I've written, this is the, a lame yeah. piece of writing. And she actually says it like, well, I came to find a stripper because, you know, you were one. Have you not yeah. got a yellow pages? Have you not actually got like a yellow Although, or Google? like, you would take recommendations, wouldn't you? Because you don't want like a Danny DeVito and friends turning up. You don't want like a fugly stripper turning up so if you know somebody to be like I need a hottie um, but yeah mm. I do like that Haley's like what does Julie have over you like this woman treats you like trash like why are you doing this yeah but then she slags off Colots. she says you should go but she says Colots weird what does she say but she means Colots but that must be the Q-lots. way that they say it she's like oh she got a picture Q-lots. of you wearing Colots Culots yeah <laughs> I was like what's wrong with Colots rude absolutely rude so back to Vegas Boys at the fake beach. Now, these red slushy drinks did something to me. I don't know if it's lockdown, if it's cabin fever, but this whole scene, especially the red slushy drinks that they had in the cup, 
really, I was like, I want to be on holiday. Like, I want to be not in Scotland, somewhere else where it's warm, with a drink, with a towel over my shoulder, where there's water and sand and sugary drinks and Do you know what's funny? It wasn't the red cups that did that for me. It was the, the girl who we're just about to chat about. When she walks away, she's holding a book. And I was like... What I would do to be lying in the sun in a bikini reading a book right now. Ugh. I know. What a dream. I know. Although I have read lots of books. I've read lots of books, but not like so like where it's hot and you fall asleep because yeah. it's so warm and nice. Oh. Yeah. Ah, anyway. Um the boys are at the pool and then this random bird just comes up and is like, Do you mind if I kiss you? What? Sorry, what? But he says, he says, yeah, that's fine, and he does it. And it's I mean, Jen. it's a very good example of consent, but it's also mm. insane. It's Jen, the English major, who has a penchant for fake beaches, and she has to kiss yep. Seth because only residents are allowed at the fake beach. Mm-hmm. She is not a resident; she is a university student. So then, Summer phones and. Sounds like she is about to want to work things out. She's like, I've been thinking. and da, da, da. But of course, Jen's still there with her kissy mouth, trying to get all mm-hmm. up in Seth's grill. Um, and she hangs up. Yeah. Because she's Because she raging. says, hey, I have to kiss you again. And then says, mm-hmm. wow, you're an amazing kisser. Mm-hmm. Like, you can get definitely, definitely kiss someone on the phone without the person on the other end of the phone hearing you. Like, yeah. unsubtle. And then she says, she says... Summer says, he kissed another girl right in front of me on the phone. And I was like, right in front of me on the phone is hilarious. Like, because it made logical <laughs> sense to me. I was like, I get what she's saying. Like, it I is right in front of her. But it is it would on the, the phone same, and she couldn't see it. It would be the same if you broke up with somebody or, you know, were having a tiff with someone and then you saw on someone's Instagram or Instagram stories that they kissed somebody else. It would be like, you've kissed someone else right in front of me. On Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, it's the same but different. Totally. And then she says she's going to kick his ass. She wants to yeah. go to, not New York, where are they? Las Vegas. And kick <laughs> Cohen's ass. Um, yeah, and then Seth's like, she's going to kick my ass. Which is probably yeah. true. Like, the woman suffers from rage blackouts. Like, maybe don't annoy her. Mm-hmm. But Jen invites him to the poker game, don't doesn't she? Oh, yeah, of course. That's the whole point, isn't it? She knows yeah. of a poker game that they An can get involved in. poker game specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, which, sure, that sounds really sensible. You should definitely do that. Yeah. Mm. Um, then we go to Jimmy and Sandy having a wee convo. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we did forget to say was that when Sandy and Caleb were speaking earlier, Caleb drops the bombshell of, oh, well, I heard that she wants to move in with me and Julie when we get married, mm-hmm. uh, which Sandy then relays to Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Fine. No yeah. big deal. Nothing really to say. Like, it was a fairly straightforward exchange of information. Yeah. 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 Um, and then we switch very quickly to Marissa hanging out with Teresa. <sighs> and she's like, hey, do you want a beer? Hey, do you want to order some sushi? Hey, do you want to eat some mayonnaise? Hey, do you want to... <laughs> it's basically, it was like a whole list of all the things that pregnant... Hey, do you want to go water skiing? Like, all the stuff hey, that pregnant... Hey, fancy women some horse riding? <laughs> hey, want to go on a roller coaster? Like... No. So stupid. Anyway, um, also, like, you, like, I don't, 
even at that age, I don't think you would ever naturally assume, even in a joking way, that someone was pregnant. Nah, not when you're not when you're like seventeen. It no would never cross danger. your mind. The first thing you would say is like, "Oh, you're really hungover." Yeah, or like, I don't know, did your parents catch you drinking vodka in the lane again? Like, yeah. no. So yeah, Marissa is like, "Oh, you can't drink and you can't eat sushi. What are you pregnant?" And then Teresa's lying face is awful i don't get it why would you not just lie like it's a really easy one just like nah i'm not feeling that great or whatever it's an easy lie yeah also can we just say like just for awareness's sake and some people might be like oh you're being too you're being oversensitive about this i don't like the joke of oh what you're not having a drink are you pregnant because like see if they are you're forcing them to basically lie to your face yeah when actually it's none of your business. And also people are allowed to not drink. Exactly. And maybe they are pregnant and you, they're very early on. Maybe they are pregnant and they have suffered several miscarriages in the past. So they don't want to tell you that they're pregnant yet. Maybe mm. like there's so many reasons why a pregnant woman might not want to tell you that they're pregnant. And that joke of like, oh, what are you pregnant? Like it, it's just, it, A, it's not funny. Mm-hmm. And B, it's not necessary. Like it's also just rude. Like, yeah, it's stop just asking rude. folk if they're up the top. We, um, we talked about this actually. Remember, I, I didn't drink for like four months because I was yeah. on antibiotics, the longest four months of my life. But it wasn't even like twice a week. I mean, like three or four times a week, people would be like, "Oh, what are you not drinking? Are you pregnant?" And I'm like. Nope, you've asked me twice. I'm still not pregnant. Just can't drink. (laughs) If you want me to projectile vomit on you, I happily will. But nope, definitely not pregnant. It got to a point where I was like, like how, especially like if you are struggling with alcoholism and you're out with like people you consider friends or like acquaintances, the repetitive, oh, sure, just have one. Or like, oh, well, why aren't you drinking? Like you shouldn't have to justify why you're not drinking. Yeah, like totally. Anyway, back in Vegas, where if we were there now, I would definitely be drinking like one of those slushy things and getting so drunk on a beach in my bikini reading a book. That's where I, that's where you can find me, you guys. See you at the end of the episode. You would not be at some horrible dive bar at a local's poker game. Like, this had trouble written all over it. Yeah. I think it's when she said, oh, it was 250 to get in the game the last time I was here, but she lost all her money. Mm. Like, if someone said that to me going in, I'd be like, mm, okay, yep, no, no, not going to do this. Exactly. I also didn't get why they changed the plan. Like, the plan was always to do blackjack, was it not? And they yeah. changed and it at the last minute. To yeah, to do poker. Like, why would you change? why would you change a plan? And why would you change the plan to a game that you don't really know how to play like you will have played it a while ago but it's, it's been a wee while like yeah stupid but then stupid the whole thing, thing is like ryan's meant to be really good at counting cards isn't mm. he because his mum taught him mm. that's the that's the the trope trope the, the what's the word i'm looking for that's the the plot <laughs> line <laughs> uh then we oh, cut to the most awkward conversation where Teresa and marissa discuss this baby um and then no. she makes this really weird statement where she's like, well, I mean, if I keep it, what am I going to do? I work in a bakery. I was like, you could do worse than working in a bloody bakery. Working in a bakery is not a problem. Yeah. Like, what? And at exactly. least you have a job. Exactly. Um, mm. And see, when she said, when Marissa said, who else's could it be? I was like, oh my God. That lie face. 
Like, honestly, I've written block capitals. I think I was, like, angry writing. So it looks quite deep in the page. <laughs> Just lie, you idiot. Like, I don't get it. I know, like, this is not... At no point have we been told that Teresa's, like, super morals mm-hmm. or, like, can't lie. Like, just but this lie. is not the person to be having this conversation with at at mm-hmm. all. I actually thought because Teresa, not Teresa, because Kirsten was like, "I'll look after Teresa." I thought that this was going to be Teresa and Kirsten. Yeah, which would be so much yeah. more. Believable also, a reminder than Marissa and that her. I have actually seen this program before. I can't remember any of this storyline about her having a baby <laughs> at all, at all. <laughs> I mean, does she have the baby, though? Who knows? Like, that's the thing. Maybe she gets rid of it. Anyway, um, back to the stupid poker game in Vegas. I don't understand poker. I've tried before. <laughs> that's that's what I've written as well. <laughs> I have no <laughs> effing clue how poker works. <laughs> so, yeah, I was like, I don't understand poker. Is this tense? The music makes me feel like it should be tense, but I don't understand what's in this scene, I am 100% Seth, but he's sitting drinking like a tiny drink out of a shot glass with a straw and just watching all the like all the really hyper-masculine people pretend to like be hard and play cards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but it looks like Ryan's doing good, doesn't it? It looks like he's winning some chips. Yes. Right? And then That's he the does. He wins, he wins all of the chips and... This is where I've written down, Seth is a maniac. Once you've got the money you need to get, get out. You need to stop. Yep. Seriously, they need to stop now. No, stop. <laughs> they are not going to stop. For once, this plan could have gone fine, but they have ruined it again. Yep. And that's exactly what's happened. They're, oh, it's just so stupid. So they do eventually decide to walk away. Great. Yes, they do. But they invite... Jen is, mm-hmm. her, is her name Jen Jen, Jen and, and her, her friends pals, uh, to the penthouse where they're staying with their dad which is weird yes that is right? weird that, and their granddad really weird and they're oh yeah their granddad too weird anyway um, and their girlfriend's dad yeah it just doesn't make any mm. sense anyway <laughs> it's time to go to the bachelorette party the place looks great like Kirsten's done a great job. It, it just looks, looks like their house. It looks exactly the yeah, same as what their house looks like every time. <sighs> My main question here was, why the hell wasn't Marissa invited to her mum's bachelorette party? Do you think that's weird? I think that's really weird. That is weird. Agreed. Mm. Anyway, it was classy but dull. And we know that Julie likes it spicy. So mm-hmm. this was not a Julie Cooper level party. Until. Kirsten's arrival, eh, not Kirsten, Haley's arrival was pretty spectacular though when she was like Kirsten invited me as clearly you forgot mm-hmm. like so sad and she's like I'm not staying I was just here because I saw the fire truck outside and wanted to make sure that everything was alright and then Julie was like huh and then obviously the fireman comes to the door and she's like huh and then another one comes to the door so basically it's four strippers who are dressed mm-hmm. like firemen the ladies are loving it. The ladies are loving it. And I was like, what has actually got these ladies going? Like the presence of four strippers or like the absolute banging music that is like that they have brought with <laughs> Magically them. Magically appeared. Yeah. Um have you ever been to Hindu where there's been strippers? I have, yes. So I went to my friend who shall remain nameless as uh Hindu and the stripper appeared 
and me and my friend Liz like took three bottles of Prosecco and maybe about eight glasses of Prosecco and hid behind the sofa until he left. Nice. Um, yeah, well, they all got like super excited about this stripper while me and Liz just sat there being like, I hate this, this is awful. Yeah, my overwhelming memory of seeing a male stripper was just thinking, why? Why is this happening? Why like, is this sexy? sexy? <laughs> like, this is not... It's not hot. It's very like, weird and I don't like it. I don't even find it like funny. Like we were so yeah, we were not. like super drunk, but it's not even like giggly, like laughable funny. It's really cringy. And then when he was done, he came around with like whipped cream and like spru- like scooshed it into everyone's mouth. Ew. And I was like, Ugh. and then he shook everyone's hand in like a really businessman way. I was like, thanks so much, thanks so much. Yeah. Me and Liz behind the sofa were just like, cool, get out now. The only time I would be okay with a stripper would be if it was like. Charles Dickens themed stripper or like (laughs) do you know what I mean like something that properly left field do you know I have no problem with people stripping that is entirely their prerogative but like see if it's on like webcams or they filmed themselves doing it and you can watch it in the privacy of your own home yes sexy hot sure see like it's the same with like boys that go to strip clubs i'm like you're just gonna sit there get get a stoner and then just like sit there with your heart on like it doesn't what it's Mm. so weird it's such a weird concept sure let's go and sit for a couple of hours and be super turned on yeah there must together as well as a group and have no relief there must be a derived pleasure from it. There if must, you enjoy there must strippers. Be. As you were about to say, I think, if you enjoy strippers, <laughs> get, please in, get touch. in touch and let us know why. Our DMs are um, going to be awful this week. We are interested. It's just going to be people who are being blackmailed and people who like strippers. And people who love strippers, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so... It was the fireman, that's why we're talking about strippers. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. Oh, the phone's going, isn't it? The phone's going and Sandy and Kirsten have this wee chat yeah. on the phone. And Sandy is trying to shout from the edge of the bar and I was like, just go outside. Why are you trying to have this phone call in the bar of the Hard Rock Hotel in Las Vegas? This is ridiculous. Yeah. Go You've outside. also got a room in the hotel, just go upstairs to your room. Exactly, exactly. Um, I can't even remember what the phone call was about. I think he was telling her what his what Caleb had intended to do. Yeah, buy the restaurant and sell it on. And she's like, "Oh, but he wouldn't he do, would that. do that." And he's like, hmm, "Your dad definitely would do yeah. that." So yeah, Jimmy bumps into Ryan, doesn't he? And um, is asking about Marissa because he's like, "I've not heard from her." Mm-hmm. And then he just straight up confronts Ryan and says, "Like, look, what's this about her going to go and live with Caleb?" And Ryan's like, ehm, ehm, ehm. He's not very good with secrets, Ryan, is he? I know. Mm. And I think people should have figured that out by now, to be totally yeah. honest. But um, yeah, so he tells them about, tells Jimmy about the deal that uh, Marissa and Caleb had, which I feel is not mm-hmm. going to end well. But do you know what really turned this episode around? When Summer arrived in Vegas? A hundred percent. As soon yes. as I saw her rolling into that um, reception area, I was like, yes, this is going to get better. And then Seth is a baddie again mm-hmm. when he's in that room and he's like, the thing is, I kind of love my girlfriend. Now, actually, the thing is, Seth, if you have just said you kind of love your girlfriend and then you kiss another woman, 
you don't kind of no, love your girlfriend. Yeah. Like, that's not a thing. Yeah. Like, and it's not even like he's super drunk <laughs> and it's like, okay, well, you were drunk, sure, yeah. whatever. Like, come on now. Anyway, it transpires. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Jen is a prostitute. So... I love this. <laughs> not only have we had <laughs> the Haley being shamed as for being a stripper storyline, we now also have... The prostitutes are sneaky and are going to try and work you and rinse you of all your money. Yeah. Storyline as well, so that's nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jen and all her friends are actually call girls. Yep. Um, and the gang. And the pimp wants them to yeah, pay. Yeah, 5k. 5k to pay the pimp. Five grand. <laughs> what is it Summer says? Way to go, whore boy. <laughs> really made me laugh. <laughs> really enjoyed that. Yeah. And then there was a bit where they were like, <laughs> where they were like, Summer, how much money you got? And she was like, I'm not giving you my money. And I was like, yes, of course you're not giving your boyfriend Can you who you imagine? might be breaking up with all of your money to pay right. for a prostitute. Like, let's of course just, you're not doing that. Let's just think about this for a second. So your boyfriend who you almost broke up with, you phoned to be like, actually, let's work this out. And he's kissing another girl down the phone. <laughs> so then you go to where he In is. In front of you. <laughs> And you walk into the room and he is kissing another woman on front of you. And then it quickly transpires that she is a prostitute. And then he has the audacity to turn around and say, can you give me some money to pay for this prostitute? Oh, (laughs) can you believe? Like, oh. Uh, I think I'd take my Louis Vuitton and just uh, walk right out of there. I know. But then it doesn't take long before she changes her mind and she's like, oh, okay, 2,500 and gives them $500. I was like, what the hell? And then, um, what is it she says as well? She's like, if anything like this happens again, I'll kill you. Summer, come on. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, just, I know, the whole thing is is a mess. Uh, so they're going back to gamble, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they're going to go and get the more the more money. They're going to go and try and <laughs> turn that $500. No, the 3000 the $2,500. Aye, because it's, is it 2500 now they've got, or 3500 I think it's right. 3,500. So they're going to try it. No, they're not that far away. Um, they're going to go back to the poker game and try and turn that into five grand. Mm-hmm. Back at the Cohen household, the stripper who has finished his shift is flirting mm-hmm. with Julie. And I have written another entrapment, bet you 100%. Yep. Yep. And we don't actually find out if it um, was, but we do then Julie goes, Oh, I'll get my purse and then she meets Kirsten and Kirsten says, Oh yeah, that's our friend of Haley's and then Julie cottons on and she's like, Ha, okay. Yep. Um but yep. then <laughs> He might be a stripper, honey, but oh, you're a yeah, whore. Yeah, that was good. That was good. <laughs> Such a good line. Um, and I was kinda here for the Julie and Haley fight. I was like, an actual fight. Like Ugh. finally some folk are actually fighting each other that isn't just Ryan getting punched by Luke. Or Ryan getting right? punched by a hard guy from, from somewhere else. <laughs> um that slap as well was spectacular. Do you think it was real? Do yeah, you think it was possibly. a real one or do you think it was a fake but, one? But Heather um, Sorry, mm-hmm. but safety police hat on. Uh-oh. Oh no. Is it drunk women falling don't in a swimming pool? Don't fight in a pool, you will drown. Please don't have a yeah. fist fight in a swimming pool. It's not a good idea. It's not safe. Sure. It's not safe. 
Um, I did really enjoy the little shot to Kiki just uh, knocking back those drinks. <laughs> yeah. Don't blame me, girl. That's a tricky situation. And then we go to Caleb having dinner with some dude, which we then find out is Robert, Robert Campbell. I his yes, name Robert is. Campbell, yep. who is the mall, the strip mall man. Excellent surname. Um, Sandy comes in. Sandy does his best. This is his best thing, like turning up where he's not. This is when Sandy is on top form. Where he turns up somewhere he's not supposed to be. He already has fully planned out what he's going to say. He sits down all casual like it's nothing. He delivers his big speech. And then he's like, okay, bye. And then like goes to leave. It's when, um, was it episode one, episode two, when he catches Julie chatting about him yes, and Kirsten yeah, and yeah. Ryan. And then eats it's that muffin, vibe. Eats it is that vibe. He always eats something from someone else's plate when he does it as well, if you notice this. Yeah. Today it was a green bean um, or string bean. Um, but yeah, it's safe to say Caleb is not Yes, happy. Sandy mentioned some really complicated thing about civil litigation that he's going to do to stop them from being able to use that premises or something i don't know anyway i love that you've written that down all of it and as sandy's getting yeah yeah there's a whole bunch of legal (laughs) stuff and then uh, and then sandy squares up to caleb like he actually is like do you want to go and i was like oh my god (laughs) another fight and then jimmy comes in and lands one on caleb (laughs) absolutely decks him like properly <laughs> decks him and I was just like yes like you could have heard me from Glasgow I was like yes I loved it I absolutely it was the moment it. when uh, the parting comment from Sandy was we'll see you back in Newport dad, dad. <laughs> no. it was it. so good I loved it so much it was so good oh, but do you know what it was making me so like I kind of think why why did I love it so much but I guess this is like the first time that we are seeing our like the good guys starting the fight do you know what I mean and I was here for it I was yeah. like yes like lose your temper and punch them do it let's go back to Ryan playing this game and trying to win this money uh, he loses all the money obviously and then goes over to Jen um, Jen, Jen the prostitute and he's like, I need you to lend me some money because I'm going to go back and win it And all. she's like, uh, nah. And I was like, uh, nah, of course. Fair play, yeah. yep. Uh-huh. Um, but she does, she gives him the money because she's a very nice prostitute. Um, and then he wins all the money. But speaking about terrible plans, right? Ryan has lost $3,000 on purpose. Lose your money on purpose. Yep. Borrow money from a stripper. From a stripper. After yeah. you've lost all your money and you haven't asked in advance if you can borrow money from her. Risky. And then go and win it all back in a one-hour. This is ridiculous. Yeah. This is not how it happens. Um, she it's says, almost having like, no idea. It's almost like it's a TV show and it's not real life. Um, oh, but imagine. let's cut to the Beastie Boys. Yeah. Why is... The OC soundtrack to Vegas, all like nineties hip hop. Well, actually, there was some Franz Ferdinand earlier, Jacqueline. That was at the beach. Yeah. Yep, and um, how high? Tricky as well. It was that the soundtrack. This episode was quite good. I I thought. Um, but yeah, they walk out. They've broken even. They've got a good Vegas story. Bada bing, bada boom. I, I hated that. See, <laughs> I hated that. See. When you're like, oh, this terrible stuff happened. Well, at least we've got a good story to tell. I'm like, 
Nah. Nah, I'm all for a good story. Or we could have not come to Vegas and lost all this I, money. I'm not going to talk about it like on the podcast, but I <laughs> have an amazing story from a night out with my friend Claire, which ended up in me cutting my foot open in a swimming pool um, at 4am. Um, but it's an excellent, excellent story. And okay, yeah, I had to go and get a tetanus, but banging story, I'd do it again. <laughs> it was great. Thank God. Anyway, um, Sandy's home. I couldn't really understand why Sandy was home. Like, why have you gone all the way to Las Vegas and paid for a penthouse if you're just going to go well, home? Well, it's Caleb that paid for the penthouse, but, wasn't it? Well, but then I wondered if he went home because of the bus stop. But then two minutes later, Ryan is also home. So everyone just went home. I don't know, Scooby. And nobody's paying for a penthouse. Don't make me think that it's like eight in the morning or something and you've paid for a penthouse and you've left at like six in the morning to fly back or to drive back to Orange County. I also feel like if you've paid for a penthouse like you're definitely just going to get the late checkout aren't you? Like for the extra however much it is get the late checkout. Um, But he's home. Uh, How was the Vegas? He loves the gossip doesn't he? Loves it. He was loving all the chat from the Hindu. Mm, He was. That's true. Um, he did love it yeah he says he loves the Vegas because when he leaves it and he comes home that's what he likes about it sure okay anyway she doesn't seem that fussed that he punched her dad in the face yeah and given how much she loves Jimmy I thought she would be a bit more oh my god what but she wasn't Um, anyway Ryan arrives at Marissa's house again why is he home Mm -hmm. But she's raging. She is absolutely fuming. Um, first of all, because you told my dad yep. that she was going to move in with Caleb. Fine, fair enough. Oh, and also, your ex-bird might be up the duff with your baby. Mm-hmm. And then she wants to make him go away. She's basically like, why did you go and ask Teresa? And then he kind of jams his arm in the door, doesn't he? And he's like, no, 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 let's talk about this. Um, yeah. Also, like, but also, Teresa told Marissa not to tell anyone. I wrote that, that down too. Like, God, yeah. Marissa, you specifically said you wouldn't tell, and then straight away you go and tell. And you tell Ryan. You've just and told you tell off Ryan. Ryan, the worst person that you could possibly tell in this well, scenario. Also, she's just told off Ryan for telling her secrets to her dad. True. Hypocrite. That's what she is. She's a skinny hypocrite. Mm. Skinny hypocrite. <laughs> mm. uh, anyway, um, such a weird ending to. I don't know if you noticed this. The shot and it was like a weird the fade up. up yeah, it was black. like a tilt up to it black. Was so it was really strange. Weird. Yeah, it was strange. That is true. Um, that is very true. Yeah, but I mean, lots, lots going on, taking us into the final episode, isn't there? Indeed. So, what questions do we have still going into the finale? Then, Heather, well, Teresa is is pregnant. Who's the baby daddy? Main question. Is she going to keep it? Is she going to stay? Are they going to give her the money? Like, what's happening? Is she leaving in dramatic style? Is she just sneaking out the back door? A lot of Teresa questions. Like, how long's her notice at the bakery? That's what I want to know. I want to know how Caleb's feeling. How you doing, Bae? After being punched. Yeah, I hope he's got some Arnica cream going in that little face of his. Um. Yeah, I want to know how Julie is going to deal with knowing that her 
future husband was blackmailing her child, considering she's tried to blackmail her child. Oh, and also Marissa's blackmailing she's probably her. Probably down for that. Like, there's a lot going yeah, on that's here. True. Um, I guess we need to know what's going to happen with the lighthouse now. Like, are Jimmy and Sandy going to get their money? I don't think they are. I feel like I've talked about this in other episodes. I'm pretty confident that Jimmy is not getting that money. Um. Seth and Summer seem to be back on. Um, I don't know, has she just forgotten about her dad? What's going on there? And that's kind of it, isn't it? That's what I'm interested in. Yes, indeed. A good episode, though. I enjoyed that. Good episode. Ba-da-da-da-da, listener of the week. Da-da-da-da-da. I never sing that. It's always she that sings it. You're welcome, guys, for my dulcet tones. Okay, listener of the week this week is going to be a bit of a special one because it goes out to an OC fan page. Um, It is called The OC Wave um, on Instagram and it is sort of like a sort of one-stop shop, isn't it, for all OC yeah, stuff? Yeah, excellent memes. Um, memes. And the people behind it have organised, in light of lockdown, for OC fans, a, a a, a schedule, a, a weekly roundup. Yeah, it's like uh, um, if you love the OC and you wake up on a Tuesday, here's where you can get some cool OC content. Yeah, Vibes. and it's we're on, we it. Are on it. We are Thursdays content. We are. Um, and along with another OC podcast and a couple of other fan accounts. Yeah. I can't believe we're in the gang, um, Kerry. We've made it. I know, I felt so accepted. Did you feel accepted? <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And you know, what made it even more amazing was like all of these other OC accounts and like content comes from like all around the world. Like one of them's Brazilian. Yeah, one of them's um, Canadian. OC Wave, I'm sure they're Canadian, aren't they? Yeah, and one's American. And yeah, it was so nice to be invited into the into the fold. It really was. It really was. I'm slightly worried about what's going to happen when real OC fans listen to me doing safety police and wow. the bold statement that I made three episodes ago where I said I hated this whole show and everyone in it. <laughs> I was thinking that. I was like, I don't think they listen to this because we slag it off quite a lot. But we do we love, do it, love it. And that's the whole thing. It's like you want a varied conversation, don't you? Anyway, thank you to the OC Wave for um, inviting us into the fold. And we are very happy to be part of this little OC fam yeah. that has sprung up. They also made some really nice artwork, which we shared in their on our Instagram, which was which was great. Yeah, they did, and they let us be Sandy, yeah. which was nice. It was really embarrassing in a group of OC um, accounts when they were like, "Which character do you want to be?" And I had to message back and be like, um, "We need to be Sandy because if I have to go back and tell Kerry that someone else has got a Sandy, <laughs> that's not going to go down very well." <laughs> She is going to kick mm-hmm. off. So um, the OC Wave is actually a lovely person called Ray, who is 27 going on 28 and living in Canada. Oh, Canada. Brought us excellent things like Avril Lavigne. Poutine. Um, Pamela Anderson. Ryan Gosling. Uh, is Pamela Anderson yeah. Canadian? Oh, my God. Um, who else have they brought us? Celine Dion. At least we forget. 
I'm trying to think of things that are Canadian that are not people. <gasps> Tim Hortons. There's a Tim Hortons. Oh, to, that Ray needs to know this, actually. Ray, there is a Tim Hortons, like, literally three minutes from my house. I mean, of course, it's closed at the moment. And, like, every actual Canadian that I meet tells me it's not actually in any way shape or form like the actual Canadian <laughs> Tim Hortons but there is one near my house um, maple syrup maple French leaves vanilla. mousse um, ice hockey we love ice hockey but yeah lots of great things have come from Canada including Ray yeah, yeah. Ray, 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 Ray Ray okay well let's emotionally and physically prepare for next week have you watched it? no not yet well, yeah, neither I've been right. avoiding okay, spoilers cool. left, right and centre cool. so lots of people have been cool, sending cool. us little voice notes for the final episode mm, um, which if mm-hmm. you want to, you still can there's still maybe some time if you do it quickly um, hello sethcohen at gmail.com um, and I will try and squeeze you in somewhere, can't make any promises at this late, late stage, but yeah people have been sending me voice notes and I feel like I'm avoiding spoilers like pew, pew, pew. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of buzzing because I don't really remember what happens. So mm. we'll see. Okay. Well, see you next time. Until next mm. time for the last time. Bye.